What are you seeing, Chris, the, Will? The, the spikes on my thing are looking uh, somewhat small. Should I turn up my gain? Dude, you got a small you got spike, the tiny ass spikes. <laughs> <laughs> what? Will got the tiny ass spikes. Look at this motherfucker. Urgent. This is Nancy Pelosi. Will's spikes are smaller than ever. Can you help out? <laughs> we have never seen spikes this small. I'm I'm 193 years old. My hus my husband just drunk drove while Benny Hill music was playing. He crashed right into a vine yard, and his pants fell down. And he burst open a wine casket, and his erect cock went right into the hole. And his eyes bugged out as wine went down his urethra. He's 107 years old. I've never seen anything like this. I've never seen the country in such a state. Can you send twenty five dollars? <laughs> Your levels look good, Will. All right, so to, uh, to officially start the show, it's Chapo, Monday, June 27th, and we've got a full house here today. I mean, the topic of today's show, uh, you pretty much could uh, guess off the bat where we're going to be spending. I was more. gone over the weekend. Did something happen? I was in San Francisco well, at no. Pride. I've been looking at my, like, <laughs> fundraising emails, and, like, I know they're really still into that January 6th thing. Did something, did something happen? Well, yeah, Amber, if I could get serious for a second, it's just, like, it's this... It's this feeling, this pit in my stomach of something that I was dreading for a long time, but sort of knew was going to happen. And then it happens. And the question is, what do we and the nation make of this? So I'll just throw it out to you guys now. What are we going to do now that Stav has left Comptown? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a fat hole in my heart. What are we going to do without his, his raucous, mirthful laughter? You guys forget the Stav bot skull. exists. Oh, God, You're that's right. right. <laughs> yeah, a cupcake and a candy bar. He was ah, made redundant many years ago. <laughs> Nick needs to just get like a keytar made with the Stavbot and just go on tour and do like a concert where he's just riffing on it. I am 95% sure Nick already owns a keytar. Yeah, it seems like something he would buy. Um, he would find a way to get a keytar that's $10,000 for some reason. Um, <laughs> yes. They, 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 um, luckily though, I've heard rumors, I've heard tell that they're drafting a replacement off Twitter. So who has the best replies to Adam? Who's the funniest replier to Adam? And by the way, the remaining hosts, they still think it's funny when you call him a gay bug on Twitter. It's a good, mm. it's good shit. The more you do it, the higher up on the rankings you get to get eventually offered the job. It's beautiful because it never gets old. Like it's it's the most beautiful. It's like a fine wine. Yeah. They, they, well, they should do like okay. So they should in their RSS feed. They should have like a golden episode that you get, and they pick five people, five come town listeners, and it's like you know obviously it, it's you know you got the you got the stereotypes like you have in Willy Wonka, like you have a Midwestern corn fed uh, guy who calls Adam a gay bug. You have. Um, sort of a Brazilian, German, Italian, Brazilian type who's still posting Pepe. He's like three frogs behind, like most uh, South American right wingers. Some type of like some type of Brit, like a, an alarming Brit. And then, you know, let's spice it up. It's 2022. How about a listener from Japan and then one from uh, Vatican City? 
an mm-hmm. illegitimate child born in Bat- Vatican City, and that's the Charlie. And they have to tour uh, where Come Town is recorded, and four of them are killed, and then one of them becomes Stav. <laughs> in every one thousandth, uh, every one thousandth, the uh, Blue Chew packet, there's a golden ticket to the Come Town factory where all the cum is produced. <laughs> there's a red yeah. of cum. Yeah, the Brazil the Brazilian, Brazilian one falls, just gets rolled. <laughs> yeah, he falls into the he falls into the river of liquid blue chew and gets priapism so bad <laughs> all the blood drains from his brain and he dies. Oh no. <laughs> all right. Well, uh so yeah, uh Roe v. Wade was overturned on yeah. Friday. Oh, that thing, by the way, I honestly oh, feel man. like how you look at what happened and the response to it, I don't know how it isn't clear to everybody that the leak of the opinion was absolutely done by one of the people who works for the conservative ding justice. ding ding yeah correct it's like i mean it wouldn't have probably mattered either way but like they guaranteed that any like popular revulsion would get just like plenty of time to ooze out and the democrats could show their hand about how they would respond to it i.e they would not mm-hmm. and ensure that you could drop the thing and know that it would stick well no they did respond to it and then they're like you need to give us money we need money to fight. Right. That's just it. Like they, they know that there's nothing the Democrats will do to actually impede their ability to, you know, enforce this now forever. Because yeah, all they can do is ask for money, which can only go to what help not elect Democrats. That's the thing. The money doesn't elect Democrats. Even even if you thought it was going to work, the the thing is broken. How many millions of dollars was spent on failed Senate campaigns in 2020? This is literally just a way to keep this like parasitic uh class of party apparatchiks paid yeah i think at this point they're just burning it to heat nancy pelosi's home i i have to say that i noticed just and i i can't unsubscribe from these pack emails because they they're like a weird weather vein for me and i subscribe to like some of the psychotic ones and some of the sort of more mainstream bigger ones um i saw and whatever this is anecdotal i saw less appeals for fundraising after it was overturned because it's they they just basic i think they just threw in the towel on that one i've seen more on january 6th hearings since it happened and again only been a couple of days wait a second wait a second did you know that there's going to be a surprise guest at a surprise january 6th hearing tomorrow that's going to blow the lid off abortion rights in this country it's coming back they we okay they're, they're, they're getting Clarence Thomas's wife to testify and she's going to resign from his marriage and life. <laughs> and he's going to then uh, de- resign and uh, commit uh, Harry Curry because of the dishonor that he's done to the work to the country. And then boom, we're in gravy. Uh, what, what's the word they like to use? Uh, uh, straightforward from here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to use the ceremonial family sword that shaped like a pube. <laughs> um. <laughs> Well, the, the fundraising, the, the, the fundraising bricked, though. So after the memo was leaked, they raised less funds in a weekend than they did in the hour after RBG died, which is, you know, there, there's always going to be enough money to pay for TV ads that don't fucking do anything that pay for consultants. But they're getting diminishing returns. You can only get elected and do barely anything so many times before you tap people out. And uh, to, to, to that end, um, I, I feel like I feel like there is a current of dissatisfaction with the younger, the under 30 libs, the people who, uh, for, you know, good hearted reasons, spent their hard earned time and money to go to Georgia 
in January of 2021 and elect Warnock and Ossoff, uh, they're now waking up to the way that the Democratic Party operates more or less. That's probably not going to really result in anything. But I, I, I do feel bad for those people. And they're certainly paying less dividends to the Democratic Party than they did in 2018 and 2017. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it shows that everyone has an exhaustion point. Even, like, the the most died in the wool, the, like, even the choir runs out of, like, oxygen at some point. I mean, do you think the fact that <clears throat> this is a nightmare scenario that a lot of people said was, like, going to be the result of the Trump presidency, and a lot, I mean, it is a direct result of that, but, like, it's happening under Joe Biden and a Democratic Congress. I mean, do you think that that, that factors into any of this? I mean, because, like, this, this is a real you had one job kind of thing. And it's not so much that this happened that's so shocking, but like, I guess still even now, just how utterly just unprepared or just seemingly just not willing to do anything. I mean, like, this is like the one thing that they are supposed to do. And like, wouldn't this be the occasion for just the res- mass resignation of every single Democratic leader in the country following a disaster like this? You'd think. I don't know. I would think that the election of Trump. If they had the, know. if they had honor, but. But they do not. Yeah. Well, because the thing is, the reason they will never do that, the reason they'll never do that is because they have all decided uh, through processes that they will tell you are rational and reasonable uh, and not self-interested, that they are the only people who can do anything. They're the only people who can be in those positions to get the least bad outcome. If you had anybody else in there, the world would be over at this point. They are the only things standing uh, in front of Armageddon. And they, they really do believe that because they're the only people who can get things done and understand what is realistic. But, of course, that just means that they have convinced themselves how to allow anything to happen as long as it keeps them in their position because that's the greater good as they imagine it. But, no, I'm afraid not. That's not how it works. You're literally 900 years old. You don't know where you are. Right, right. I don't you think smell I- toast all the time. Right. I don't really think there's anything that could have been done to prevent the Supreme Court ruling from happening outside no. of like, I don't know, I, Biden sending the Punisher to <laughs> six Supreme Court justices house. I'm going to admit I'm an idiot here, but I, I know a lot of people are yelling at Obama because he didn't codify Roe, right? That they didn't pass a federal law. But hasn't the Supreme Court established now that it, if it wants to, it will overturn federal laws? Right, right. I mean, the only yeah. the only thing you could do would be to pass a constitutional amendment. Right, which, exactly. You, you know, yeah. Good luck. But yeah, O'Bungler was not going to do. Well, well good no luck. No one could have also, done that. Uh, I mean, that's one that I would amendment. say is uh, impossible at that point. You can't. The, the have Constitution. That. It's a living document until it's not. Too like it's it's completely arbitrary. This whole thing was formed out of just like a. I mean, it it was a larger reaction to like the civil rights movement. Like, that's why all this stuff came to a head. And you had this sort of, like, just completely different cultural atmosphere in the 1960s. And there were, like, legislative advancements. And then, you know, 70s, 80s, you had the consolidation of the religious right and their their kind of, you know, ossification into a political unit. Uh, we'd have been much better off with Tammy Faye, I gotta say. And, uh, you know, one of the one of the handshake deals of them, they're like, look, we're both losing parishioners. You have to be Zionist Catholics and, you know, you have to like be anti-abortion, you know, evangelicals. And so it it just I mean, again, I I don't really think it's that productive to call this like, you know, the direct result of Trump, because this has been a long time coming. 
I mean, it's been going. It, it it's been death by a thousand cuts until we got here. Right, right, right. They 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 they've wanted to do this for the longest time, um, and it is doubtful that any president, short of someone who's more creative and more centralist than exists in any type of center left of center American politics, being in office, outside of someone who would destroy the current system of government. But the thing. I mean, not shocking to us, but maybe shocking to a lot of people is the complete lack of any plan, anything, any action by congressional de- Democrats, Senate Democrats, by Harris and Biden. I mean, there's not even a video of them walking over this. Yeah, and they got to see the beta test a <laughs> month ago. They literally said, hey, we're going to do this. And like I said, you know, I've gone back and forth. It's like, was this a... You know, was this a focus group attempt? Was this like to see how that people would react? And they're like, actually, apparently think, nothing. And I, I think I leaned in on the fact that it that it was. It, I absolutely was. The, like the more I think about it, it's like everybody talked in the immediate aftermath of the first leak that it's like, well, this is a draft decision, and Roberts is there. Who knows what? And maybe this is part of a negotiation process. And maybe it, it very well might have been that the thought was, okay, this is a bombshell. We don't we're doing we're winning everything. Do we want to really fuck that up by like changing the rules, by forcing the Democrats into like, okay, accepting that the rules had changed? Uh, And that means that maybe they decide at that point, you know what? Fuck the court. Or they like actually do make a move on judicial review, which is now like this bulwark of conservative power now. Uh, And if that happens, they'd be fucked because what are they going to do? They're the fucking Supreme Court. Uh, At the end of the day, you know, it is they can make rulings, but they cannot enforce them. And they know that. Uh, and so there is that danger. Like maybe the Democrats find this to be the line in the sand. And so they figure, let's put it out there first. If they do like go shithouse at the prospect, then maybe that gives like Roberts the leverage to talk him down to some sort of like Casey-esque uh, uh, compromise. But when they dropped it and the Democrats did zero, except double down on January 6th, they knew and, oh, yeah, okay. funding requests. Yeah. Leave it as it is. Lock it in. Six, three. Go for it. Alito. Uh, go ham, baby. Leroy Jenkins, the shit out of this because nothing's going to happen. They will do nothing. And they are now been pro- they're being proven right every day. Well, I mean, like, uh, let, let's talk about like some of the things that I mean, not, OK, like now that now that it's happened, like the, the thousand cuts have uh, paid off and we live in this now, this new reality where abortion is abortion and many forms of contraception are illegal in probably half of the country. With the threat of, you know, jail and death hanging over millions of women. I mean, what is it like? I mean, I, I've, I've just looking here at uh, AOC has been the one who's probably on the Democrats, like the, the most vocal in terms of like demanding some kind of action in terms of I'm just reading a list here. Restrain judicial review, expand the court, clinics on federal lands, expand the educa- expand education and access to Plan C, repeal Hyde, hold floor boats, boats codifying Griswold, Obergefell. Lawrence loving, et cetera, and vote on Escobar's bill prote- uh, protecting clinics. And she's, she's demanding that they at least attempt or try to do some of these things. And I'm just wondering what your guys are thoughts on any of these potential like political uh, counters to this. Um, what I think is an un- untenable and unacceptable situation. I, I'm a little confused by the clinics on federal lands. Like we don't have the capacity to, like the clinics that do exist are incredibly understaffed. Like we don't, we don't have enough doctors in the first place. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, no kind of like, Hey, how about we start doing a uh, universal healthcare? It's like, yeah, we kind of had the opportunity to, in a crisis, switch to universal healthcare uh, with COVID and we decided not to. 
And if that wasn't going to do it, this isn't going to do it. Like those wells are dry, drain dry. So sorry. The money is gone. It's in the private sector. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's not for public use. So good luck. That's not happening. Yeah. It just seems odd to me. I I think what's going to happen is there's going to be like sort of two fronts. And like, obviously there's going to be the political front and then the relief front and people are going to have to, Hey, you got a car, you know, there's a lot of uh, like, you know, driving people over state lines and there's a lot of good organizations for that. And, you know, paying for things. I mean, the, the problem is, is that like this just literally isn't something that could exist without a medical, formal medical in, in, infrastructure, ideally. Like a lot of people sort of have this idea. It's like, oh, it's misoprostol. You can just take a pill. And it's like, you know, that's like an abortion. Like it's like uh, it's pretty safe as far as that stuff goes. Uh, complications are rare. But you're looking at, you know, you can have an allergic reaction to it. It might not abort for fully. You can, uh, you know, have like a blood clot or get an infection or, you know, all the things you can get from like getting your wisdom teeth out, basically. There is always a risk with stuff like that. So that means you might have to, even if you are able to whatever dark web misoprostol, which, by the way, is not appropriate for every abortion, uh, like it. it you could have to go to the hospital and then you're in a position where it's like, okay, well, what are, what are your EMT's beliefs? You know, is your emergency room physician a snitch? Like, I, I think there's going to be, I mean, again, misoprostol does cover a lot of stuff, but it's still, it's still very dangerous in terms of like, well, on the really, I don't mean that the, that the, the procedure is really dangerous. I mean that like on the off chance that say you just like are vomiting for 24 hours and you have to go to like get an anti-emetic from, you know, the, the fucking emergency room. Like, what are you, they're going to be like, Oh, why are you throwing up? They're probably going to do a blood test. Mm. And they're going to be like, Oh, have you tried to do an abortion today? And like, you know, no one wants to end up like pervy Patel or Baba Shui or, you know, well, by the way, big Hoosier pride here. Both of those women were prosecuted in Indiana. Indiana has, in many ways, been the um, the laboratory for p- prosecuting women uh, for for uh, either attempting abortion or trying to kill themselves, which resulted in an abortion. I don't know, man. I think I think moving people around is like the immediate concern. But then, in terms of the political stuff, I don't I don't know how realistic it is as a short term solution to like pack the courts. I mean, it's going to like take a while. And I don't think it's worth protesting the Republicans because they're just not on our side. If anything, we should be like haranguing the Democrats. You failed us. You know, what What the fuck are you good for? Get your shit together. We want some militancy from you. Like, we need, they're the people we're able to make uncomfortable. Not the fucking Republicans. Yeah. They don't give a shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's right. absolutely true. Like, if if you do think that there is anything that you, that like, this the government could conceivably do to change this trajectory at this point on this like to actually fight back on it then you have to i'm sorry as much as the democrats are absolutely fucking useless they are just squatting on all the meaningful centers of power that exist like within the system because we're assuming that the system is perpetuating here right that we're not going to do a revolution that's one thing but if you're not doing that and you want to imagine like the system that we live in doing something better then that means the democrats have to change and the only way to change them, as we've now seen, is to just essentially, uh, yes, harass them into obedience, cow them, right, intimidate them. 
That's I mean, it. look what the t- look what the Tea Party did, starting in about yes. 2010. Mm-hmm. Like, and right. it worked. Can anyone look at that and say it wasn't one of the most successful political movements of the last? Yes. I mean, the because those like, people are less tale? servile than your average like Democratic party. Yeah. I mean, the, the question is like, what is, what does intimidate them really entail, like practically? And that's a real life question. I don't know the answer to it. Well, especially but because start they there. don't seem to care. You know, don't if start they imagining like elections. Yeah. Don't start. Don't start with gaming out how you would. Uh, do court packing it's not going to happen yeah like the, those theoretical questions are so down the pike of, of uh, you would need a completely different party to do that and that means you have to we everyone has to do a lot of things between x and y to even consider what p- court packing would look like mm-hmm. as, as far as like immediate executive actions that could be taken right because that is a gigantic concern like a lack of medical infrastructure a lack of personnel the things that biden could do require like a level of confrontation that not just he but i no democrat that i can think of outside of maybe maybe big jb is comfortable with (laughs) i mean okay if you if you if you are ordering like the national guard or the military at large to like transport women around or ordering uh medical personnel from the military to perform procedures on women you're absolutely going to get religious objections. You're going to get some fucking crybabies, and you have to be ready to throw them in prison. What yeah. Democrat's going to do that? Well, no, feel like to, to, to do this, to, to, I mean, not even to get to, you know, curtailing judicial review, which is like, I mean, I think that's the, the big prize item. But no. uh, just immediate administrative action. It is like, it is a level, a, a level of confrontation and aggression and uh, just a certain baseline of fighting that I cannot picture any Democrat on the national scale. But the thing doing. is, it's not just because they're cowards. It's not a personal. It's not a problem. It's not like that they are just uh, bad and weak people. They certainly are. But in addition to that, they're operating in a context where they know in their bones that if they raise the stakes by like starting to break the rules the way Republicans do and the way that like left liberal columnists are always yelling yeah. at them to do to show that they're actually radical. The, the Republicans would answer with something that would destroy them in a meaningful sense because they're only uh, and they're allowing them to hang around because they serve yeah. a useful function. The moment they assert actual power against like the, the necessary prerogatives of like this party that is in power, they will just say, OK, fine, uh, a state, every other state doesn't get to vote and there's nothing that they will be able to do to stop them because the thing they would need to stop them is the ability to actually mobilize people. And get them to do things other than vote every four years or contribute to a fucking uh, email solicitation. And the Democrats cannot have that because that party is not led by them. Well, this works both ways, too, because the Democrats can't they can't set a precedent either for action because then they're going to have to keep doing it. And the Republicans now have set a precedent. So there's not going to be like a toothpaste. back. I mean, they've gotten a taste of banning abortion. So, like, even if you, like, got to the point where you packed the courts, like, the states could very well revolt. We were going to have to, like, you know, fire up the tanks and roll them in and finish yeah. what Lincoln started. Yeah, with, exactly. Yeah, Florida and federalism. Texas aren't going to say, oh, okay, never mind. Yeah, federalism you change is, the rules? is this okay, wall we that, that we are running into really hard right now. Uh, yeah. to, to, to that point, though, it's like whether it is uh, packing the court 
or like you know the, the examples you've spoken about about like using the federal government to like uh, directly defy state laws. Like you know, for instance, like if a if Joe Biden or a national uh, any any national Democrat like went to Texas with like a fucking bag of morning after pills and started handing them out to people or saying <laughs> I'm like here a really to fun Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm here to facilitate any woman seeking to terminate their pregnancy. I'm I'm there. I'm here to like like you know to break Texas state law and then essentially dare them to arrest a president or a sitting senator or a congressman. Okay, and like what you said, Matt, the scenario was like, yeah, it's not hard to imagine at all what the Republicans would do to any actual direct uh, de- defiance of of their authority of the, of this kind of yeah this this theocratic tyranny that they've now accrued for themselves. But the thing is. It's sort of like the, those nightmare scenarios. It's just like, what are you supposed to do? Because they're already doing yeah, the nightmare exactly. scenarios. It's, about, it's not that acceleration. Would, like, would, yeah, the Democrats would, say they're yeah. gonna, they're, we're gonna give them permission to to do worse stuff. The, the rejoinder is they don't need permission. But it, mm-hmm. when you raise, when you do something, there is a direct considered response to your action, and that is in this kind of context, it's a raise. They're not going to fucking fold. They're, they have a winning hand. They have the fucking nuts. They are not folding that fucking hand. They're going to the river. Well, let me let me ask you this, though. Like, so I don't I was talking with a friend about this and I don't believe the will of the people. I, I think we would all agree the will of the people doesn't d- determine anything. But this is not a failure of will, because obviously the majority of Americans are to the left of the Supreme Court on abortion. But I do kind of believe in hubris. I do think it's possible that you are going to get women who are like, I have an ectopic pregnancy. The baby will not, there's, there's no baby. I'm, I'll die. The baby will die. Can't live outside the uterus. Um, or, you know, something like, you know, I was violently raped. Do you think like, you know, women coming, I mean, because again, it would have to reach a critical mass because like obviously the parties don't really care what the people want. But I do believe in hubris. I do believe that they might reach a point where they're like, uh, we're like really losing favor. Right, right. Well, I mean, that's what I kind of think they're banking on. Because this is, I mean, we see the same dance with any any social issue, with any social conservatism in America for the past 50, 60 years, right? Which is that you are you start out with things that like a general silent majority kind of agrees with, or at least passively agrees with something that you have a simple majority with among uh, voters who count more or less under the current system. But then the problem with uh, inflammatory social conservative rhetoric is you have to keep upping the ante. You have to keep doing worse and worse things. The problem with keep doing with keeping doing worse and worse things is that eventually you run out, you run out of people that no one cares about. You run out of people yeah. that no one gives a shit yeah. about. Yeah. You start running into people that those voters do care about, that they know that maybe they are. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the, the remaining three we... people, you know, that you haven't alienated who still vote for right. you are going to get pissed off. Right. This is the dance that we've witnessed for generations. Uh, Democrats are banking on the idea that um, they overplay their hand and probably overplay it quicker than we're usually used to. The again, like the problem with that is if, you know, if they're acting like they're not afraid of uh, electoral backlash, what does that tell you? Mm-hmm. They're 
you know, we talked about we talked about Democrats don't want to up the ante because they're afraid that Republicans will do things that will destroy them. They will in turn up the ante. Well, mm-hmm. they're already going to up the ante to that extent. They're already already going to up the ante to the to the extent of like, OK, you know, these votes don't count. Uh, like Amber, to your point about um, hubris and like the, the the possibility of something, you know, something becoming a, a national story that that, that that shocks and repels the conscience. I mean, I'm wondering, I'm just thinking of like the example of uh, the referendum in Ireland, which was started by a woman who died of an ectopic pregnancy, a wanted pregnancy who was basically left to die on a hospital floor that mm-hmm. compelled, you know, the, it shocked the conscience of an otherwise culturally more conservative than we are a country. And they just decided that this is not we, we cannot have this in a, in a modern civilized country. And they, they, you know, they legalized abortion in Ireland, which is, you know, a country in the, you know, it was thought to be in the you know, death grip of the Catholic Church. But yeah, the know, Republic I mean, again, of Ireland is <laughs> is less culturally conservative than the U.S. right now. Yeah, yeah. they got heliocentrism like three years ago. <laughs> right, right. I mean that 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 is the plan, though, right? That the in Democrats' perfect world, though, that's the plan. That there are enough like awful stories of women dying that it both juices donations and lets them win at a level that is comfortable to them. Lets them win at a level where there is not too much of an onus but they did their job of beating the bad thing back. Mm-hmm. Um, there's pro- they probably even have a perfect ratio developed by some former Goldman quant of how many women per how many tens of millions of donations uh, is worth it. How, how much, how many deaths from ectopic pregnancies you get per hundred millions of donations. But again, like I, you know, these are, these are the same people that wanted Trump to win the primary. How sure am I in their perfect plan that has so many moving parts? I don't know. I do sure. think I do think you're right that there is such thing as hubris and this will piss people off. I just don't I'm not sure in the mechanism to hit back at that. You know, me neither. Again, um, because we, we all agree here that popular will doesn't necessarily have any effect on the legislature. Yeah. 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 I mean, Americans, when Americans are abused, they go and kill their coworkers. Yeah. You know? <laughs> The problem is, is that we are conditioned like dogs to to kick sideways or down because yes. as miserable as we are, like the thought of like truly confronting like power is more terrifying than like meeting our end, addressing violence just intimately because there's something like we can we can get off on the intimate violence because we just don't have a political uh, identity capable of like making that kind of death meaningful. Like I don't making think it's sacrifice identity. punching up meaningful because we just don't believe in it enough. We only I, I, I don't think that's misery. it at all. I don't think it's a failure of belief. I don't think it's a f- failure of like, you know, a sense of identity. I think I think those things are important, but those things are the result of having some sort of institution that, you know, wield power. Oh, absolutely. No, I agree. Yeah, and absolutely. This is all yeah. a consequence of the fact that yeah. there's nowhere for anyone to yeah. act communally. There's no uh, yeah. way to build that identity. They didn't choose to not have it. They, they could not attain it. Yeah, right. they're they're right. And, and, and Matt and Matt yeah. and Matt and Amber, to your point, I mean, like it, it just comes down to like, you know, like, look, this is now like half the country is living under a legal regime in which I would, you know, it just comes down to like how, how willing are you to break the law and like how many people are going to break this law so it becomes unenforceable. But the thing is, and that becomes a question of how much are you individually willing to sacrifice to stand up to what I regard as tyranny? And mm-hmm. but the answer is like, like you can't do that individually. Like, you know, even it's too scary. Like the thought is too scary. And if you if you did it, it would be ineffective. Like all these things 
they take organization and they take real leadership. And like, I guess the question is like, where's that going to come from? If at all, the exact non-material characteristics that made America, that made uh, the last century, the American century that made us a world empire, unlike any that had ever been seen. The non-material characteristics are an illogical, insane optimism and a lack of an ability to move as a cohesive communal unit. Yeah. Those are the exact things that make things like this such a wild card. A sprawl. Makes it make, yeah, it makes things that would be straightforward in any other equivalent country. Uh, it makes them anyone's guess. Yeah, I mean, like, this is the, you know, Matt talks about this a lot, but it's the whole frontier thing that resulted in, like, this unique federalist formation that we have where it's yeah. just, we're not a real country, we're 50 small countries and like it's the whatever the 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 amorphous blob you know and, and that is just like maybe tomorrow will be better but like there's no there's no container for it there's no there's no momentum i mean like the the, the entire system allows for you know the freedom of movement of capital but not the freedom of movement of people i mean like literally we're seeing like people considering like oh you can't cross state lines like fuck you motherfucker like that that's so. By the way, I got pulled over by a cop a while back who bitched at me for having a uh, not having a California license for having a New York license, and he was like, "Why?" <laughs> He's like, "Why haven't you applied for a California driver's license?" And I'm like, "Because a New York driver's license is valid in the state of California. A New York driver's license is valid in fucking Reykjavik." I can drive in yeah, England with that insane. thing, you <laughs> dumb fuck, and they that's drive on insane. a different side of the road. Like they really do. I mean, like they, even the institutions, like are 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 like, yeah, we're a little fiefdom. Like it's just it, yep. it's fucking ridiculous. I I know that our I know that our um our focus is mainly on Democrats, and I think we're uh, we're right to do that. But that is that is the thing that drives me. The thing that I've been seeing in the aftermath of this that has drive, driven me the most insane are the people, the sort of like. Jabba the Hutt lip filler type like Catholic and Baptist women who have been put and and men and men a lot of Catholic priests who have something that's somehow even more soy than a pit crew avatar they've invented some type of Catholic pit crew <laughs> who say, say these say these things like all right guys now we're really going to show them what pro life means okay we're going to show them community we're going to show them what it means to care for mothers. Like this, this country could not even foster community bowling leagues. You dumb fuck! Yeah, oh my god, kill yourself. I was doing a little. I was doing a little fun math today, comparing uh, the child mortality rate to the ex- the extremity of or extremeness. I guess extremity means arms. Uh, the extremeness of like of the restrictions on abortion laws. Pretty uh, pretty obvious there. I mean, it's like the same. It's the. I mean, you know, it's. It's almost a cliche at this point to be like, yeah, you don't care about babies or mothers. Like, it's like, obviously, like, the most anti-abortion places are the places where mothers and babies are most likely to die. I mean, it's like, yeah. Yeah. I, I'd love to make like a yeah. simple little... <laughs> yeah. The same no. governments that say Felix. no abortion, protect the babies, treat actual uh, actual children like dog shit. Well, yeah. and that's the that... underlying theological premise and the thing these people believe deeper than they could possibly uh, understand is that poverty is sin. Well, and that's yeah, that is what honestly, they believe, and that's not going to change because now there's no uh, legal abortions being performed. I think in order to, like, I mean, whatever this goes into sort of Freudian or Strauss or whatever, 
but like um I think that there is like a, a kind of as far as the popular like anti-abortion movement among just like you know regular rubes I think there is a kind of ambient thing there where like children are suffering we have to save children and this is like the only way they can think of doing it is by like yeah. you know forcing yeah. women to be pregnant. But those people are the least politically influential among the entire coalition. They have no say sure. in anything. For sure, they're, like they're great shock Potter. troops. They're great shock troops in terms. Of, I mean, like I mean, if you've ever had to walk through a gauntlet of them to get to a Planned Parenthood, they sure do. Like you know, set a tone. Yeah, no, Felix. I'm really glad you brought up this line of commentary that I've seen from the New York Times. I've seen it from the Atlantic. And they're like, you know, in the midst of this fucking nightmare, I've seen the spate of articles and commentary that I've seen assuring everyone that this is the time for the, the, the anti-abortion and movement and the Republican Party to finally prove to the world how much they care about the welfare of, like, of, of mothers and their children is so fucking Cannot nauseating wait. to me. Because, yeah, you know, I, I would like to go, to go place a bet on how fucking on, on okay go actually I don't even have to place a bet here is the uh, the cutting edge of what is being proposed uh, this is the Rubio plan this is Christopher Rufo the uh, the guy who uh, you know is basically like what I, I, I fuck fuck him but uh, he says the Rubio plan for paid maternity leave should be a GOP priority the idea is simple allow new mothers to pull forward three months of social security benefits after childbirth then push back the retirement age by the same period cost neutral delivers big value for families. This is exactly... Don't spend it all in one place. This is exactly how much they fucking care about the lives of mothers and children. A fucking... A loan that you have to pay back before you retire. Wow. Uh, $700 a, a month. What a shock. So, uh, oh yeah, this is it. Now we're going to get to see uh, Republicans uh, care about uh, pregnant women and children. Turns out they're going to do it the same way Democrats do. With means-tested fake bullshit that doesn't actually help anyone. I'm so surprised yeah. that that's but what I, ends up coming out like of the people who actually have influence and power. It's amazing that that's where they end up and not on some sort of hair and folk fucking J.K. Chesterton wet dream integralist uh, yeah. fantasy. This is why we weren't terribly worried about like fucking Euro-style fascism. It's like, well, yeah, that would it could never be welfare delivered state. upon. You, no matter what flavor of fascism we live in, or it's like rainbow flag or fucking uh, or, uh, of Trump fascism, it will have Pell Grant recipients getting five <laughs> yeah. years of fucking uh, uh, tuition redeemed with fucking Shakey's uh, pizza points. That's that is what you get for social policy in the future, in the now. No, there's no mechanism for popular preference for anything else to make it to the top levels of policymaking. It gets filtered out by both parties. Yep. All you get is fucking capitalism is too tax, powerful. Uh, you get you get tax credits and you get the ability to literally work more when you're old so that you could take some time off to be with your fucking kid and form those like crucial bonds that are supposed to foster You'll make it up like, later. God forbid you have more than two children. Life. Yeah. You're just going to work Fuck till you're off. dead. Yeah. I just want to say one more thing, though, on this issue of, you know, like, and I'm talking like, the, like the, this is the liberal media that is, that is, that is um, giving, giving the most voice to this idea that, like, okay, now, that, now is here, here's the real chance for some sensible social policy from the GOP and the anti abortion movement that, of course, we take at face value their claims that they, you know, love all infants and mothers. Like, I, I cannot help but notice that in all of these like sort of dream casting scenarios about all the all the great health care and benefits they're going to be supposedly providing all of these new children that are going to be born into this country. 
to you know people who otherwise wouldn't uh, choose to uh, uh, to bring it to bring them to term. Nowhere in any of these pans to the alleged compassion of the uh, anti-abortion movement are they mentioning the um, handcuffs, prison sentences, and death that this will bring down on potentially millions of women. That is not being talked about at all. How many of the people are going to go to fucking jail? Are going to go to jail or die because for for no reason for doing nothing wrong? I also think these pregnant. conservatives are going to find out that a lot more conservative women than they think are going to go get abortions. I mean, well, yeah, I, I mean, think yeah, they have yeah. literally have blinders. I think they well, not the women that I'm around. Yes, they fucking do. Of course they do. This is why I was so fucking pissed at Planned Parenthood for going after, even before Amy, Kobe Bryant and all that, like, they fucking were just like, Trump voters are stopping the blah, blah, and like, I'm like, Planned Parenthood, shut the fuck up and give people abortions. Quit fucking lobbying for fundraising so that you can like, fuck. Do you know how many Trump voting women need abortions? Like, for the love of God, stay on message. And I think, honest to God, both... I mean, the doctors, by the way, have to know this. This is their social media team or whatever that's doing this. The doctors have to know, you know, their, their base of uh, clients or whatever or, or patients, you know, whether it be for birth control or for an abortion or whatever. They know that some of these women are fucking Republicans, and at some yeah, point, think, the, the, the uh, Republican men are going to figure out how many of those women are Republicans. See, but the thing is, I think Brett Kavanaugh, at least, uh, he, he anticipates this problem, and he has a solution for it. In his, uh, he did a concurrence or something, he uh, says, one of the reasons that we can uh, do this, we can, we can get rid of Roe, is that, well, you know, in states where they really want to have abortion, it'll still be there. And I think that's going to be the answer for Republican women who need abortions is, well, you know, just take a yeah. road trip with the girls. Yeah, That's which is a great thing wait, wait, to wait, do wait. when you have an ectopic pregnancy. Yeah, yeah. That's one thing, too. But again, if you come back, there's going to be things. There's going to be things. You're going to have, like, you know, you're going to have a blood clot or an infection or something, and then you're going to go to the hospital back at home, and they're going to be like, hey, how come you're sick? How are you? Like, that's going to happen every once in a while. Especially, I mean, whatever, pregnancy is more dangerous to the health of a woman than an abortion, but shit happens. And, like, there's going to be some... There's going to be some fucking anomalies, and I some of them are going to have to be with Republican women. And you know, like, but like to, to that point though, like, uh, and the idea that like, okay, like New York and California will always be kind of these safety valves or whatever. But I mean, like, I don't how know. confident are how how confident are any of us that these people will stop here? Because I mean, like, no, no, uh, I, one, I, one yeah. more Republican president, like, how 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 fucking quickly do you think it will take them to pass a national federal abortion ban in which it is now illegal in all fifty states, regardless of what the state governments think about it? Because look, look, to give it to give you credit, if you think abortion is murder, you can't just be like, okay, well, it's fine if just states decide if they can murder a baby or not, right? And, and I mean, and I would just, say most of these people don't actually believe that, but the people in power, right. I, I would think, will, will will hesitate about a fucking second before fucking carrying this out because I think to them it's not about like oh is abortion murder or not I think it is about how how to enact as much cruelty and sadism on the lives of people they consider beneath them possible oh totally and and provide provide something that sounds like care for children to suffering like just like miserable people while not actually caring for children it's like this weird bait and switch thing too where they're like hey look we care about kids we're not gonna provide fucking welfare but we'll force pregnancy on women I mean that's 
that's, I think, the thinking behind it. I really believe that. Right. And in the practical sense, for a Republican executive, the thing that you do instead of the Democratic, the Democratic equivalent is like, oh, I'm, I'm not getting anything done. I'm tanking. OK, no more jewel. I have to look busy. Everyone has taken the playbook of Democratic mayors in the last 30 years. The Republican equivalent of that will be, um, you know, OK, now we're going to make it so that you can't get like a second trimester abortion in New York. You again, you will with with social issues with social issues. You always have to up the ante, and there is there is never going to be a stop, a natural stopping point. That's it's never going to be enough because it keeps going. Felix, what did you say about Jules, though? Huh? What 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 did you what did you say about Jules, though? What what did you say? I said that like the. No wait, what's happening to Jules, Felix? I need uh, you to oh, fucking uh, tell me banned. what's going yeah, on. They, with they, 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 oh yeah, Jules Brandon, Brandon, uh, Brandon, Brandon leaned is, on the uh, FDA to ban Jules. Uh, it was part of a mayor. It was part of a Michael Bloomberg initiative, <laughs> as part of like the ten billion dollars he spent on politics. This is the only dub that Michael Bloomberg has notched in gun control. Nothing. In, well, you know what? Point for the left. Point for the point for the right. Point for the left. We who said that yeah. we're on our backs. But yeah, no, that that will be like in future in future Republican presidencies, that will be the banning jewels, I, except instead of like, you know, a personal vice that's curtailed. Well, it will be like, yeah, OK, it's the same thing too. further instead of forced the, pregnancy. Is, it's it's nanny state shit like they will. They both have their tactics to avoid actually providing like welfare in a democratic economy. One is like fucking forced pregnancy and the other one is like you don't get a big soda. The right, crazy right. thing is, though, is that you end up getting because there's really only a few, a handful of actual issues they can do, quote unquote do something about because everything else is automated. But um, uh, uh, remember, the first guy to promote the idea of getting rid of jewels was Trump. Remember? Well, because, well he was a Democrat for most of his well, life. Well, no, it was it because from Melania. he she was, was like she was the power behind the throne because she was worried about Barron and his friends getting addicted to fruit flavored yeah. jewels. So I could see them doing it like in a based way eventually too, because like eventually you got to flip all the switches, and yeah. banning jewels is one of the switches to flip. Oh no, yeah. Well, it is. It is actually a banning personal consumptive habits is a bipartisan thing in America because it is one of the only things you can do to look busy in any yep. executive yeah. role, whether it's municipal or federal. Yeah. Um, I do think that it it tilts more democratic usually, but yeah, no, you are right. That Trump is the guy who got rid of mango. I'm just saying, and like, that there there is a world, yeah, there's a of world things of things to ban. Once you, all right, Overfell's gone. Uh, we got the contraception, we got gay sex. Even what are you gonna? Eventually, you you can't you can't stop banning things because, as he said, it's all they got. So jewels are gonna be a thing you could ban, and that's gonna happen. Right before yeah, prohibition, by the way, and then like the Earth uh, getting swallowed by a fucking uh, supernova. Uh, by the way, um, I, I, I mean, like, I just with the with the the news about from the weekend. I mean, many people have reached out to me, and I just want to let you know, like, I am obviously terrified by the ban on jewels, but you know, I'm standing strong, um, even though like my my life is under threat right now. Um, I will get through this. I will try to get through it. Um, but like your support means a lot for me and like there are many, uh, jewel, uh, advocacy groups you can consider donating your time and money to hang in there. sister. Say, I am kind of happy about this. I don't, I mean, I jewel a little, I don't own a jewel. If somebody I'll kind of share one sometimes once in a while, just like a, jewel a cigarette or something, You're bogarting the but jewel. I am, a, I'm a mooch. Exactly. I don't, I don't sit around and do it like some of my compatriots do, but I am still in favor of this because it means we were going to get back to the steampunk ass vape rigs being the way that people fucking vape. You could kill a man with like those st things. Stuff people make, 
in their own homes out of like their apartment radiators. That's how <laughs> we're going to reindustrialize America. Like a giant fucking like a like a meerschaum pipe vape with like a like the fucking Pequod. <laughs> looks like a phonograph. It looks like yeah. a phonograph. Yeah. <laughs> I want I just, that. Like a 3D printed like Elkin horn or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Scrimshaw and yeah, the whole thing. Yes. You know those like like uh just horribly cynical like engagement farming posts that people do where it's just like Roe v. Wade has not even been overturned for 10 minutes, but they're like, this isn't a women's issue, by the way. This is a poverty issue. This yep. is a trans issue. This is a fucking, they list every fucking point of intersection. Or, the, or, or Right. Or the guy, the guy I saw who was like, wealthy white women are going to keep getting abortions. Yep. This is solidarity. Like, uh, yeah. How about the opposite of that yeah. in every right. direction? <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, th- by the way, if anyone is fucking doing that shit, tell them to shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. This isn't the time to be like, oh, well, you're going to be fine. Shut the fuck up. It's all hands on deck, motherfucker. Who gives a shit? Yeah, there's three minutes of social solidarity in America, and that's three too many. Yeah. yeah. You d- instantly, instantly have to go to that. But I do want to see that with vaping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This is people who live close to the Canadian border could just go to Montreal and get the banned mangoes. <laughs> this is going to hit Check. people in, in blue states the hardest. Check your privilege. Well, it's it's hitting me the hardest, honestly. I mean, I don't I don't mean to like categorize my grief and suffering, but it is at a a great deal higher than everyone else's in this country right now. Are you stockpiling? <laughs> Fuck no, I'm fucking biting my fingernails down to the fucking quick. Oh, you're trying to wean off? Day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Respect. You can get it's very easy to get a non jewel. Yeah, I know. Unit. I'm just I'm getting another ring. It'll be I'll be didn't, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Didn't they say though, like wait, don't cry for Will, he's already dead. Do something for cigarettes, like remove the yeah, well, they're they're gonna, yeah, they're they're the from cigarettes. Yeah, you guys, remember, just, you guys saw uh you guys have seen um the fifth element, right? Yeah. There's a scene uh, where oh, it's all the filter. Last night. Yeah, he's got like he's trying to quit smoking, so he has cigarettes and like the filter keeps getting longer to wean him off. They're literally doing that as government policy. Right. right, and That's it will fine. just make people smoke you. more cigarettes. Yeah. Yes, of course. Oh, good. M- more packs, more economic activity, <laughs> stimulated. Well done. Yeah, okay, I, I want to bring up. I want to bring up another. This, this is like you know. This is like again another like a, a weird thing that's that's upset and disturbed me. I mean, like along the lines of Felix, you, you brought up the uh, the wonderful compassion now being offered by the supposedly generous social safety net that uh, the uh, pro life movement is going to provide America. But I'm wondering if you guys have seen. This rather uh, glaring and disturbing trend that I've seen a lot of examples of over the past weekend, and I'm referring to basically these like vacant doll eyed couples standing around in front of the Supreme Court with big signs that say, yes. give us the baby. Yes. Yes. Give us the baby. <laughs> I've seen I've seen fucking neighbors six. from Rosemary's baby. Like, I've oh, seen five God. or six of the couple that Vera Farmiga kills and running scared. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. It's a very and to okay, serve well, man kind of, yeah. Yeah. Give us the baby. Give us the babies. And I bring this up because, I mean, like, not just for, like, you know, the obvious ghoulishness of, like, I mean, look, sometimes God don't miss when he takes out your your sperm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, there's a reason for this. But, like, I'm thinking of it in the context of the, uh, the quote, domestic supply of infants. And I'm thinking of, like, you know, where is this all going? And I'm, you know, I mean, obviously, like, all, all, a lot of this anti-abortion stuff is very infused by the Catholic right. And I think we're looking at a situation not dissimilar to, like, Franco's Spain, in which that domestic supply of infant is taken from, you know, uh, families or, or couples or women that are considered unworthy 
and just sort of given to religious organizations or families, just like just straight up stolen from them, like Magdalene uh, laundry yeah. shit. I mean, there's a there's, oh yeah, yeah. There's a degree of I mean, if crisis pregnancy centers are are really complicated. They're all bad and they're all coercive. Um, but some of them, and this, here's the situation. You actually can't underestimate women. I know lots of women who have nothing against abortion, but didn't want to wait like two weeks to go to Planned Parenthood because the waiting, or they didn't live near one. And they're like, yeah, I'll go to a crisis pregnancy center for an ultrasound. Yeah, I'll listen to her. Well, you know, it's, you know, and then they're like, okay, well, I'm now I'm going to get a real doctor. Like, you know, it's uh, free. And then there are like, Ones where women are like, I don't want to have an abortion. I do want to give my child up for adoption. Um, I don't have the resources, you know, and whatever. I'd rather live in a halfway home than on the streets and, uh, you know, see that I get health care and things like that. Um, you know, again, it's all extremely coercive and disgusting. But they are like services that women use, from you know, for all of this stuff. And adoption is like barely regulate i mean like there's it's it's fucking all over the place i mean like there's there's quite a bit of uh you know letter of the law adoption that really dips a toe into human trafficking um yeah 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 no i, mean, I, think, I think i think the prices pregnancy centers are, are going to be very interesting like like how because they those are going to be like the emergency care for a lot of women at least for the you know the first ultrasound or whatever to make sure they don't have something ectopic or you know like just or it's just a fucking tumor or something yeah i mean i feel like spain in general is a very good good analogy i mean i i hate i fucking hate nazi germany analogies for so many reasons primarily among them like you know the sa was millions of hardened world war 1 veterans yeah, and we have people who brag we have people who brag about how depressed they are it's cool yeah. to just be a whimpering baby now mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but the Sp- franco spain is probably the best analogy in the event that we you know get years of republican rule after this which is possible because the thing that makes franco spain remarkable to me is not the enthusiasm of the populace for social conservatism or the church, but yeah, we're pretty of, listless populists. Yeah. And just exactly like it was in Franco Spain, a completely listless, unwilling, bored populace. I mean, one of their initiatives, which I could see repeated by uh, the attempted national conservatives was to involve young people in the middle classes in churches to bolster Franco's support among the young. And all it did somehow the national character of uh, Spanish ambivalence was too great, and it somehow made the church more secular instead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could see, I could see a repeat of that. I think that is probably the best analogy to uh, a worst case future America. Yeah, I mean, I do think again, crisis pregnancy centers all over that. Even quite a few of them actually sort of admit or or say, who knows how correct these numbers are. The, the, you know, it's but it's not fucking the Manson cult. They're like, yeah, like a third of the women who come to us get abortions anyway. Yeah, you know, it's 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 not Scientology. Women aren't fucking programmable robots. There is a coercion element there, especially for people who are on the fence. But a lot of that shit is just like, again, dipping a toe yeah, in yeah, human yeah, trafficking. Yeah, give, give me- yeah. <laughs> give my, us the my, baby. Give us the babies. 
Give us Amber, my, my, fr- my friend from Alabama told me about one of those places that she went to when she's pregnant. She's a, she's been a mom for a few years now, but she told me about how like even even if you're not like, you know, oh, I don't know if I want to terminate the baby or not. Like you're you you you're going to have it that it's like it's these awful women with those Braley, Kaylee, Hablaley names yeah, exactly. who just harangue, <laughs> who just harangue you over if there's like dust on your floor. Yeah, there's not a it's not really a, like a, a a great advertisement for the joys of motherhood. I mean, some of and it too, some of them are oriented more towards you should have the baby. And some of them are oriented more towards give us the baby. And I have to say for women, especially like they're homeless or like, you know, living in horrible situations. And they're like, I don't know. I want to have a baby and give a a healthy baby to someone. Again, it's a it's a it's a rational decision. And a lot of them go into it like eyes open. They're like, yeah, these people are fucking cranks. You know, they're psychos, but they're going to facilitate. Uh, you know, an, an open adoption for me. I'll get to see how the kid is doing. I'll make sure I like the, the whatever couple will pay for my medical care. You know, these things are women are just making the choices that they have available to them. Like, and I d- am disgusted that it's crisis pregnancy centers that are this thing, but they, they might take on a bigger middleman kind of, you know, baby trafficking role than they already yeah. do. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that seems like to be a secondary function of all this to knock down the price of the white baby, the the the, the, the big status symbol in America. I mean, <laughs> it'll, 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 it'll probably the, 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 the white baby will probably replace Bitcoin as a value store. I yeah, mean, honestly, it's it might true. be three years for it. Get a healthy white baby. You're going to go to the yoga class. You're going to go to the park for like holistic uh, enemas or whatever the fuck. And you're going to be coming in with uh, with some off brand shit, something, some <laughs> non white baby. It's like you are showing that you can't you don't have the hustle. You don't have those fucking stacks yeah. to make that happen. You went yeah. to the bargain bin. You I've got, got it from well, China, uh, just like your like just like your knockoff uh, uh, Nikes and your fake iPhone <laughs> or whatever. I mean, that's that's what I think whenever I see that ho- those horrifying couples in front of the Supreme Court. Yeah, they're just they're they're the equivalent of the people that camp outside the Apple store. But for white babies. <laughs> Yeah, it'll yeah. be like the new, yeah, it'll be the new way to like buy Percocet online. It is mm-hmm. crazy. And it's it's really, I mean, if you have fertility problems or, you know, you're trying to go it alone or whatever, it is like insane how difficult it can be to get a baby. But if you go to like a mega church that like has a fresh baby supply from a crisis pregnancy center, you're just collecting them like fucking Pokemon, just a menagerie, just an, it's a small world after all of fucking babies. Yeah. Well, again, one of one of the one of the gr- it will be one of those grim growing industries in America. Yeah. One of the few places where we're expanding employment. Yeah, and and, and it's it, borderline impossible to to adopt ethically because there's the these people these people are hoarding babies they are hoarding the babies i mean along those lines i guess i just want to like um maybe wrap things up with just like i don't know like like, this reality that we now all find ourselves in that we now all find ourselves shackled and imprisoned in this in this fucking this this new regime of you know like i said like uh more or less uncontested theocratic authority having total control over most of our lives how do you like how do you guys imagine uh the criminalization of abortion looking in the 21st century in the coming decades as opposed to 
uh, previous eras in American history where abortion was illegal. Oh, or, or, do we have to end on that? <laughs> okay. I mean, I don't, I mean, like one, it's one. I think it's going to be very difficult to predict. Like I, yeah. I literally, yeah. it's going to be super. Like I have, I will say that, like this is this is a new thing. This is not. I, I think you're right. This is going to be different than what it was like before. Both in terms of the fact that there's going to be a different economy for abortions. Like you know, it's going to be fucking. You know, it's going to be weird having like women purchase from women off the waves and having to move it through Canada or whatever and probably more underground, you know, if you need a, a DNC or whatever. Like, it's it's definitely going to be different, but I have no idea what the punitive actions are. And this is, this is like, I don't, I don't think anybody knows what's, what's going to happen. The only thing I can say is like, you know, hey, you got a car and you got a few extra bucks, you know, send it to one of these direct. I mean, I'll never donate to Planned Parenthood again. They're fucking evil. But, you know, go with God. But for direct service provision, like there's a lot of organizations for that. I would yeah. uh, I, I, I would say I offer one grim prediction. And I think that this the in the 21st century, we will see more actual prosecution of women, which is, you know, already happened and already happening. But I think we'll see it in an elevated, elevated volume. I think so. And I, I, I think, like I said about Baby Shoy and Pervy Patel, both in Indiana, I think they've been doing much like the, you know, the beta testing of overturning Roe v. Wade. I think they've been I think they're pretty good at testing the waters like mm-hmm. the far right. Like they've been figuring out what they they've been boiling our frog ass very slowly for a while now. And I think it's the slow escalation and the slow day. Like what also what you say, Felix, about just the state of American life. It's just getting slowly and gradually worse and worse every year, just gradually enough so that like, you know, it's boiling the frog. But I think they've, they're going to ease us into throwing like more women in jail. Yeah. And I think, I think that the thing they're banking on there is, you know, you get, enough people who don't give a shit and then even more grimly you have like a new a new base of voters who are actively like enthused by that in a I way that know, like would, would be inconceivable previously i don't think i don't think it's like a massive number but i think it exists i don't know yeah, man I, I actually this is where i i maybe i'm a little sunny about you know whatever like like where we are right now i hope that we're not that bad but like you know if i talked to you know my family about bye bye shui which i've never done uh this is a case by the way of a woman who tried to kill herself and they prosecuted her for feticide uh like that they i've never had to ask them i i I know in like even their sort of like, you know, you know, if they only knew about adoption, I know that they would be horrified by throwing that woman in jail. And they're like evangelicals. They think the world is going to end and that that's a good thing. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're exceptional. Well, the question is, maybe I mean, it's I, different. I, the thing is, I don't think the question is, you know, whether or not there's going to be, you know, a, 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 a general like sigh of horror as this stuff happens and that like a, a, the the majority even of Americans are going to not be happy with what's going to happen. I I do think yeah. that's going to be the case. I I have to. But the question is, what will that uh, yeah. manifest as? If it's just people independently being like, "That's a shame," 
and then directing their uh, angst about it outward and down, then it won't really matter because right. there will be no yeah. organized structure of, of like people acting in concert against the drift of things to change the direction, to well, change and, trajectory. And here's the issue I have even with the, the, the hubris theory, you know, and if, if the, let's say the Republicans are flying too close to the sun here. Let's say they, you know, this results in a bunch of cases where even like, you know, Americans that are very conflicted or, you know, would say they don't support abortion, but know that their exceptions would be disgusted by. Let's say that happens. Do you think like, the Democrats are going to fill that void? Like, it's not like they're in yeah, a position to take the reins. Yeah. Right, yeah, right, right. Do it. I okay. Then here is what I will say to like kind of bookend that thought. I my personal opinion, my personal grim prediction is that we are going to see yeah more prosecutions of actual women having miscarriages, seeking abortions, etc. Uh, because I do think that that excites a small but significantly active uh, younger part of the base. Mm -hmm. But. I do think, of course, that comes with pushback. I do agree with you, Amber, that that horrifies most people. But to go off what Matt says, I think that if that if that horror results in, yeah, money for Planned Parenthood, money for, you know, the DCCC, whatever, this mm -hmm. just becomes another part of the endless dance in American yep. life. Mm -hmm. If that results in, and I'm not saying this to, like, be edgy or anything like that, but I really do mean this if this results in like reasons for some of these people to live in mortal terror then i will be confident that we are actually seeing a change mm -hmm. yeah 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 it's yeah. i i like i'm I, I literally think not it'll be things are going to change like week by week like i think this is going right. to yes. develop this is going to shape up very quickly and we're going to get the sense of things very quickly but right now it's fucking chaos like it's i don't even guess. Yeah. And I think part of the I think a lot of the, the, the hopelessness that people feel when they try to engage uh, with, you know, uh, uh, social media and and uh, and regular media on like the question of like what's going to happen next uh, comes from the fact that the only questions that can really be asked at that level that we can all participate in are ones that uh, can't really be answered. They're all just these neurotic you know, uh, rosaries that we go through about like, well, what should we do? Like hypothetically, as if we have the power to do anything. As if yeah. our opinion on like uh, whether they should stack the court matters, as if that could yeah. possibly matter. So you're going to argue about you. You could only really participate like as a, a as a as observer or even a participant in arguments about abstract things that you can't answer, because there is nobody there who can stack the court at every level that doesn't exist. So yeah. you have to ask yourself, well, what am I going to do? You know, what what are what am I going to contribute to, at a, like the, at a, at the the level of like life. And the fact is, if you're going to confront this thing, if we're going to confront this thing, at some point, we're going to get, we're going to be able to, like, actually challenge, and they're going to raise, as mm -hmm. we said. They're never going to mm -hmm. fold. They're going to raise. And that means conditions are going to change. Things are going to get more dangerous. Things are going to get more, uh, uh, less, much less abstract. And then you're going to have to do something. And the question you have to ask yourself is, do you have the horses for it? Yes. As, as, as well, Tom Wilkinson yeah. said to Michael Clayton, you want to do that? You think that's good? Good. Okay. Let's not argue about whether you should do it now. Let's just assume we're going to do it because you want to do it. I'm not going to argue that you know your life better than that. I know your life better than you. I'll take it. Do what you want to do. 
but do you fucking have the horses for it? So ask mm-hmm. that question. But the problem is that can't be asked by us or anybody in social media because it's a particular question. Yeah. And there's yeah. It's, only it's, a it's, universal and generalized it's an accounting. discourse. It's an accounting right. of like, what do we have in our arsenal? Who do we have? I mean, you know, and those you, are you, those yeah. are questions that are dry, boring and can't be answered in the discourse zone. Yeah. Well, and I think that the other thing is beyond like the you know, what can I do on an individual level? Like we have to start thinking about like what we's do we actually have? Like an individual accounting of what you can do personally will keep you from losing your mind. It'll give you some sort of sense of like doing something for day to day. But like who are the in terms of accounting, who are the we's and what do we have? Like what are our horses? What's in our arsenal? Who's like what's in our armory? Like who who's with us? And like it's just yeah, it's a boring accounting of things. And only then can we actually have a sense of what we're going to do. Yes. Yeah. I think that is that is a function, though, that that, that the fear of that question, it, that's a, sort of why you see so many things that are like, you know, ranking the hierarchy of who should be most upset. Yes. By this. Yeah, yes. right. It's ranking, exactly. ranking, yeah. ranking, uh, ra- ranking how ranking how good your reaction was to this ranking, how how well you took into account the intersections of this problem, yes. because if if. If you are if you're caught up in not just the individual response, but the hyper accentuated contours of your own individuality and figuring out what place in line you have in all of this, it's the closest thing we have to any type of hierarchy or organization. It is it's it's like when a a a cat like pats a blanket because they feel like they're (laughs) They're they're priming a fucking uh, they're they're priming a teat for milk. It's yeah. They don't they even know what they're doing from something that they no longer do and yeah. maybe have never done. It's a floating it's signifier uh, too, and it's no long. Here's the thing I've noticed: it used to be called like the Oppression Olympics, where it would be like you know a few aspiring Twitter stars would be like, actually, it's worse for me. Actually, it's worse for me. Now it's like people who aren't of that group. Which means it's no longer like the oppression Olympics are like, well, why aren't you thinking about, you know, uh, black, disabled, trans, queer women or whatever. Like, they're the most, it's no longer the oppression Olympics because people are actually observers. Like, it's not just, oh, it's worse for me. It's like, it's worse for that person right. over there, of which I am not. No, yeah, it's now, it's now, it's, it's, now, it's, it's no longer it's, Olympics. It's ghoulish. It's them looking it's, for the most, the biggest or the most extreme suffering they can and feasting on it. It's the only thing that yeah, no, it's, them. It's, it's, it's fucking it's oppression fantasy football. Yes. Yes. It's disgusting. Yeah. It's it's just like, okay, who you got? You got uh, the South Asians in the number three spot? I don't know. They're they're <laughs> Their per capita income in the U.S. is a little high. It undercuts their sympathy points. Yeah. Well, you're not picking so the right ethnic I got to go to yeah. like a, mid, a mid-second round pick, I got to tell you. Yeah, Jews, uh, Jews are like the Cleveland Browns. No, this year is when it's, it's going to be really bad for us. I swear to God. Yeah, yeah. Going to the camps We're this the year. underdogs. We're the underdogs, I swear. <laughs> We're comeback kids. Now with Baker Mayfield as your quarterback. Yes. <laughs> But like doubly frustrating is that there are plenty of people who see this stuff for what it is and say, I'm not participating in this horse hockey. This is not getting us anywhere. And then they decide what they're going to do instead is really get invested in strategic questions about what the Democratic Party should be doing, (laughs) what Chuck Schumer and Joe Biden should be doing, questions that are as irrelevant as 
who is most oppressed by this or whatever, or who is like the best, goodest boy in the progressive stack. That is a question that is meaningless because the Democratic Party cannot do these things. It will not do these things. In my mind, one of the most like carcinogenic uh, trends and like uh, the, the left media discourse that we're all embedded in is people who use their real estate to say things like the Democrats need to pack the, uh, the Senate. Yeah. Or, uh, the Democrats need to pack the court. The Democrats need to arrest uh, Donald Trump. The Democrats uh, need to enforce the Voting Rights Act uh, by fiat. It's they all should, shouldisms. They it's cannot just like, do that. With, uh, yeah, but even if, even if they could, like, who are you? Who are you? Exactly. Like you're no. You have no leverage in this situation. You're what it could have should have. Like if they just did this, if they readers. just did that. Well, if its and butts were candy and nuts, suck my dick. It's completely stupid. Yeah. By the way, Dad, if, if, Matt, I have one disagreement. No one has ever said horse hockey. <laughs> I just did. <laughs> you're the first sta- guy. You're the first guy. I love to say horse hockey. The thing that's most astounding over you know what the Democratic Party should do type writing is that if you're operating under the assumption that they have made all these choices out of sheer incompetence, then it would be impossible for them to do anything. It would be impossible for them to get out of bed in the morning without hitting their head on their fucking bedpost and dying. (laughs) No one would be that stupid. But you know what? What's even more insidious about this is that so even though there are plenty of people who see that for what it is, like they can't do that, they then invest themselves in letting everyone know uh, they can't do that or they shouldn't do that. Instead, they should do this other thing that they can't and won't do. Yeah. And then you get to go spinning around that pinwheel instead of addressing the question of what do we have the horses for? Yeah. Yeah. Because that that question, as I said, is not adjudicated publicly. You know what you want to do. You know what the best strategy is. Go for it. You can't determine it socially. We, we broke up the structures that allowed for those kind of dis- communal decision making. We shower into the void. All we hear is an echo, is the cacophony of everybody else's self-interest. So just go for what you think is right. Trust your gut. But then ask yourself, do I have the ability to do this? And then that means you have to start talking to other people about doing it, actually talking about them, about practical questions that have answers. Find that your actually way. Can, like, hey, should we do this or this? Let's try one. And then you actually try it and something happens. As Find opposed your to the question, and it should never counting. be resolved because they could never be enacted. Um, as an addendum uh, to that, I think a very, very um, well stated, Matt. I mean, like, as far as like the only the practical considerations, you know, like the only thing I have to add um, to this conversation right now is that if you're, you know, uh, <laughs> evaluating your horses and your conscience demands that you break any of these unjust laws, the only thing I can say is do not talk about it on social media. Do mm-hmm. not text anyone no. about it. Do oh, not talk on the, the phone way, about it. The first and also, fucking sorry, Fight Club. Sorry, I'm sorry. And also, don't, don't fucking talk about it on Signal. Don't talk about Shut it on these fu- encrypted yeah. apps. Talk about it in person to people you trust. Form a yes. plan yes. and fucking go and from there. And do not trust any, how do you do, fellow abortion activists? Would you like to do some crimes at a crisis yeah. pregnancy center? The primary fucking like uh, uh, people who inhabit are pregnant women. I'm just saying little bit sus to write. Yeah. If abortion isn't safe, you aren't safe. To release statements yeah. that like uh, it's open season, that really sounds like something abortion activists say. To say like, oh, the the uh, the insurance providers will know that you're no longer viable. When I think abortion activists are pretty aware that like emergency pregnancy centers function not off of fucking insurance funds, but off of like weird Christian groups. 
maybe if someone's saying, you know, hello, fellow abortion activist that you've never heard of, stay away from that person. I do think we are going to see a golden age of new undercover cop outfits. Oh, yeah. <laughs> undercover cops that will go to these places and will be the how do you do fellow abortion activist guys that Amber talked about. You will see guy. You will see guys in physiques you have never seen before wearing <laughs> Latigre T-shirts. <laughs> it is going to be a brand new day. When he shows up with uh, Doc Martens and a pussy hat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But there, there's another advantage to in-person organizing and, and, and decision-making beyond OPSEC. It's that uh, you can actually come to uh, actionable conclusions when you're in a room talking to people and have a, like a baseline yeah. trust built on that and not living in the hamster wheel where we're all thinking that we're trying to do politics, but we're actually advancing ourselves in like this social rat race for any kind of recognition without even knowing that's what we're doing. If you're sitting in a room, it's because you want to be there. Not like when you're online, which is when you basically want to entertain yourself. Yeah. Yeah. You it shouldn't, you shouldn't get your politics room. the same place you get your pornography. I've said it many times. Indeed. <laughs> it's no good. It's no good. That's why we're here to provide value add yeah. in the form of hilarious japes and jesters. And, uh, and, and pornography coming soon. Yes. <laughs> I'm just so happy I got to be back on for a, for a fun episode. I feel yeah. really good. But yeah. All things considered, it was pretty fun. Yeah, absolutely. It was a, I, it was a hoot. Yeah. A hoot. <laughs> there you go. I also said a hoot. A hoot. <laughs> <laughs> we've said we said horse hockey, a hoot, um, uh, uh, Japes. Scrimshaw, yeah. Japes. Uh, no, yeah. Scrimshaw was Hornswoggle. I just said that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, we're going back. To, we're going back to like the 19th century, like the early, like, like we might as well just start bringing back the language. Do something yeah. fun about it. Oh, yeah. And actually, here one one more one more practical piece of advice. This was for the fellows out there. Retain that semen. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Or or, more than or ever. give me the semen. Give us the semen. Give us the semen. Give me all you got. Give me all the semen you got. <laughs> Don't waste my motherfucking time. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's uh, wrap, let's leave it there. Yeah. 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 Uh, good luck, everybody. Yeah, yeah. Go, go, see you out there somewhere. Yeah. In the Later. Bye. Bye.